Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Hell in a Cell 2020. This is the Wrestling Inc. Podcast. I'm Glenn Rubenstein, joined by Matt Morgan and Raj Geary here to talk about everything that happened. We had some title changes tonight. We had the Money in the Bank briefcase and contract change hands. Uh, we had a member of Retribution making their pay-per-view debut. Who could it be? You'll be disappointed. Let's get to it and talk about the whole show tonight. Matt Morgan, what would you think of Hell in a Cell? It had some good parts to it, right? Um, but uh, I'd rather get into it during each match if that's cool. No, absolutely. Raj, overall, we were talking about this a little before the show. Yeah, I, you know, overall, I liked it. I thought it was pretty good. Uh, Sasha getting the big win finally. I thought the mm-hmm. end of the Roman Reigns stuff was really good. Uh, the end. Um, so yeah, I, I thought it was a, I thought it was pretty entertaining pay per view. Outside after the Roman match, I thought it pretty much flew by until the main event. It was nice. It was short. It was to the point, and it opened on the pre-show with Drew Gulak versus r Truth for the twenty four seven title with our our Truth retaining um, tonight. This this was okay. It was what it was. It was there. I thought it was stupid as hell, but <laughs> they they had that part where uh, Drew Gulak was beating up little Jimmy. <laughs> I mean, still said, over. Enough said. Little Jimmy's still over. Matt just shakes his head in disgust. He's like, I'm not talking about this. <laughs> he uh, stupid. I thought it was so stupid. I refused to watch it. Wow. <laughs> Protest. Uh, let's talk about the real start to the show. And that was in the cell, the I quit match for the universal oh, title. Do I, do I look uh do I look blurry blurry to you guys? You you are pixel. Yeah. Oh weird. Um Huh. Okay. I'd look fine on my end. Let me see if I could fix that. While Raj is working on that, Matt. Yeah. The I quit match, Hell in a Cell for the WWE Universal title, Jay Uso versus Roman Reigns. So 
they talked about before this that in addition to being excommunicated from the family, Jay Uso was going to have to be Roman Reigns' uh, indentured servant if he lost. <laughs> and his, it's like it's like that episode of Seinfeld. He's his butler. Um, and his whole family. And yeah. his brother's whole family would be excommunicated. It's an interesting stipulation. Like, why didn't they just say personal slave? Is that politically incorrect? I don't know. You could have said uh, gopher or right something. I don't know. Assistant. General but, assistant. I don't know. As a kid, that was always the bet. Like, I bet you this, and if I lose, I'll be your personal slave for a week. Mm, it was the 80s. Well, it was a simpler time. Um, I just I just know this, that you tip. I thought they were tipping their hand a little bit by this because there's no way that they're – I kept thinking that they're going to have – well, first of all, Uso ain't winning. Secondly, but he's also not going to be excommunicated from the family, I kept thinking. So, therefore, I thought they tipped their hand that – he will not say the words I quit. He will black out. Mm. And the match will be stopped that way. And that way, he technically didn't say the words, but... True. I don't know. That's what I was thinking. Yes. Yeah, so the indentured servitude was the stipulation tonight. Um, this was a hell of a match. Went on like 40 minutes, and Jay was not saying I quit. And I love how they did this, <laughs> where it came down to Jay showing that resilience, uh, showing that fortitude. And then Roman uh, putting the hurt on Jimmy to get Jay to quit rather than watch his his brother uh, be choked out. I thought yeah. the storytelling was really good in this. And uh, uh, again, I, I just thought it went way too long. Like It did drag. I, I hate saying that because uh, Roman's storyline is f- my favorite storyline in wrestling right now. Yeah. But it did. It, w- it went too long at times. It was, it was very, um, what's the word? Um, like they kept, they kept doing the same things towards the end there. He hits him with something, stares at him and keeps talking. Why are you making me do this to you? Come on, come on. I want to be the bad guy. What do you do? Like too much. Yeah. Too many times. Yeah. I felt like there was 10 minutes in the middle there. They could have cut out and trimmed, uh, but the The whole strap part. Yeah. And it felt like almost like a play towards the end Hmm. where there's no real action going on. It's just a lot of talking and. And I don't mean that in a bad way. It was, you know, no, good it's storytelling. Good, good for characters, good for storyline development, right? In, in addition to the storyline. But again, it, it wasn't advancing anything new. It was right. the same, you know, Roman clobbers him with something crazy and uh, he's not quitting. And then we see his reaction again. It did, they did it ad nauseum like 18 times. Yeah. And uh, Roman giving that monologue there, breaking down, who am I? Well, like, I'm not like this. This isn't me. You know, what have I become now that I've betrayed everyone I've ever loved and pushed them all away? Just really breaking it down for the folks there. That was a pretty damn good acting job by him. I I thought he was going to quit. I thought he was going to quit and Jay was going to become champ. And Roman was going to like do a complete 180 baby face it that he had like this nervous breakdown in the middle of the pay-per-view. I mean, but I was believing it. I was really believing it. And that's why it was more evil than when Roman made that be a work. Glenn, you have a better chance of becoming WWE champion than Jay or Jimmy Usudo. (laughs) Ooh. Wow. That's not wow. a knock on them. That's not a knock right. on them. It's just the truth. No offense. Well, I'm a charisma machine, and I think Vince McMahon Nobody will recognize that from day believe. one. Nobody will ever believe that either one of them are going to beat anybody for a championship, heavyweight championship. But that said, the false finishes I still generally bite on, all things considered, knowing that he's not gonna win ever. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? So right. I think that's why it's a really Maybe good story. One percent when you're when you're saying it. I don't know. Yeah. 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 No, I, I thought the same thing. I mean, I thought 
Roman's acting was good. The look he gave once it he was. attacked Jimmy, and and then you know when the tears were over, just that dirty heel, like just ruthless. I thought it was great. Um, you know, like and the I Wild Samoans. Yeah, at the end, the Wild Samoans are standing on the ramp, and for a second, I was like, they're too old for Roman to attack them without you know turning I was, the I lights was or something. Bracing for it, I thought it might happen. <laughs> but then they. You know, put the lays on him and anointed him the high chief. It was, it was really good. I bet you, I wonder if he gets a new theme now. Hmm. And since they're doing the high chief thing, you think it's something a little more, I don't know, more Samoan. Dude, uh, Alpha, yeah. sent, Alpha sent me his text picture yesterday that he voted. And yeah. um, I, I just thought that was great timing. Like, literally, I, I wish you would have told me he was doing this tonight. <laughs> um, that was an awesome touch. I yeah. loved that touch at the end. That was awesome. Really cool stuff. And I agree with uh, Peter P that I didn't like the officials so much trying to stop the match. That felt a little weird to me. Like the ref almost trying to trick Jay. Oh, yeah, him. yeah. He, he, he felt bad for him. Yeah. He felt sorry for him. He's worried about his well-being, right? Does that not make it more real how bad the ass kicking is that the referee's even trying to get him to quit? I thought that was annoying. I wanted that rest yeah, when, when, okay. when he took the bump. I was like, thank God. He's, I mean, who does that constantly? You're like, come on. Come on. You got to say I quit. Come on. You got to say I quit. That's not what the referee is supposed to do. You ask it's them not, if they're okay. You ask them if they're going to quit, but not you're talking them into it. The idea, though, when they're going over before this match is he's so empathetic, which he's not ever supposed to be, which yeah. means how serious this all is. Yeah. Lonzo Smith pointing out, wow, Afa and Sika of age. They're a legendary tag team, though. I actually think they look fantastic. I didn't realize they were in their like mid to late 70s. Yeah. What do you mean they age? Dude, they age. We all age. Quite a long, <laughs> they've been old for quite a while now. Yeah, they came into WWF in 79. So yeah. when you put that into perspective. And I'm sure they pitched it. They were like, what, what, what the hell do you want? And walk around with freaking six-pack of abs at 78? Like, what do you want? They aged. Yeah. <laughs> Sika, I remember Sika wrestling Hulk Hogan on Saturday oh, night's Saturday main, event. main event. I used to be scared crapless of him. I was yeah. so scared of him. It's like, don't hurt Hulk. Seriously, he yeah. really did scare me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so this was great tonight. This was a hot opening to the show. Roman, of course, won. Like I said, uh, he was atta- Roman was attacking Jimmy and then Jay quit. So uh, we'll see what happens and how far they're going to go with this indentured servitude angle. Hmm. Yeah, because I mean, this isn't over. So, I'm, I, so I wonder what they do at Survivor Series. Unless so, they're doing uh, Roman versus Drew. I mean, I'm confused. Uh, Does that mean he's not excommunicated? Uh, yeah, it is a little weird. Originally it was excommunication, but now you're going to be my indentured servant and then you're excommunicated? Or your family's going to be like second class somehow in our family and be like the, the serving class. I don't know. It's convoluted. I'm wondering if they're going to go, I, I hope they don't go more comedic with this, but seriousness would probably also be a little tone deaf. I don't know. Oh no. I think the, you don't go comedy with Roman right now. Roman's... How do you go someone's your personal servant without having it be funny? I don't think they're going to. Think, think about this though for a second. What does that not, look like? Not, I don't see them doing a bunch of segments where him and his is, family. You know. He's got okay. I'll give it to you. Uh, Uso's got his family with him on the road. No less. His wife, mm. kids, right? And they're checking into the hotel. Roman walks in <laughs> and just bees the biggest douche ever right in front of his family, right? And emasculates the crap out of him by saying, "Get my bag, get my room key. I'll be I'll be over here sitting down." 
right, right. You know, something, seriously, something like not with a, yeah. not with a yeah. comedic. Yeah, I don't know. Spaceman Five Four. It's gonna be the Seinfeld Butler storyline all over again. <laughs> um, I don't know, but I was thinking about this while I was watching these two cousins fight, and so heated and thinking. You know, the biggest fight I ever had with my cousin was whether it was the Berenstein Bears or Berenstain Bears. So I could really relate to the heat they were feeling between these two. You really gave us, you really thought back what when you fought with your cousin? No, I was thinking about it. And I'm like, what's the biggest fight I've ever had? Like, I, th- it took me a long time to get into this feud because, mm-hmm. look, in my family, like, we barely talk to each other anyhow. But when you're mad at someone, you just don't talk to them. Like, so it's, it's different. But I was thinking, I was like, well, the Berenstein Berenstein thing was kind of heated one Thanksgiving. But no, I think uh, they took this up a notch. And it's working, and I'm I'm curious where it can go from here. But like you said, Raj, it shouldn't be comedy. Matt, to your point, I think they'll do it serious, and Rowan will have to be very, very cold. But this is going to be uncharted territory. I don't think we've ever seen a stipulation like this uh, play out and pay off in professional wrestling. Yeah, I mean, they hit JBL and Shawn Michaels. In the right? 80s, they used to do it all the time, right? But they did it in a much different manner, very right. comical, like you said. One of them was like, it was NWA, Garvin, I think, had to do mm-hmm. it. Garvin and Baby Duck, no, Baby Duck, uh, Garvin's uh, Precious had to do it for one of the Von Erics, I want to say, actually. Yeah. And the like, the Von Erics would pull up like in their limo and like get the hay barrels or something like that, and like he had to bring a whole crap load of hay barrels with Precious helping him, um, something like that. Yeah. But that's that's tacky today. That wouldn't work. Yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, so- done, they did like Shawn Michaels and JBL. I remember where Shawn Michaels was broke and. He was kind of like JBL's assistant or whatever, but yeah. I don't, I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued where this goes. I think it's the best story that WWE has going. Well, and Roman is now the biggest monster heel yeah. in uh, all of WWE. So let me ask you this, Mr. Matt Morgan, who is the baby face who ultimately goes over on Roman? That, that has not been written yet and they shouldn't even be writing it yet. Yeah. Don't um, even worry honestly, about that for now. I, I, I don't know. I don't, no, nobody on that roster yet. That's for sure. Uh, well, if the Rock get hot a year yeah. from now, so if the Rock comes back, Roman has to beat the Rock. Hell oh, yeah. yes, absolutely yes. Okay, yes. The Rock, you know, it's always that same problem, and and it's you're going to have it with Cena now too. Is these movie projects they have movie insurance, and they won't insure a movie if Rock is wrestling. So uh, he he won't you be able do to do really, a real match. You, He's not an actor that's acting with a, with a company. They're, they're also his companies. Yeah, that's right. true. So unless he has no projects um, during that time, <coughs> uh, he's not coming back. There's a reason why we haven't seen him uh, wrestle a real match uh, since Cena. He wouldn't even entertain, and he has already, about Roman. He's already put it out there. Yeah. And he doesn't, he doesn't do that normally because he's not a mark. Who wants thinks he needs to keep his name out there to be relevant to have a WrestleMania right. match? He's not like the rest of them. He's a zillionaire as an actor. Like he doesn't have to go back there. So the fact he that he said, he said did, right. <laughs> the thing that the fact that he did say something about it though, and his family. Mm-hmm. I'm not just saying this being hopeful. I do. I don't think there's any question he will come back and face Roman. And Roman, but Roman has to win though. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and Raj, maybe Past he books it. a movie where it's a drama and he doesn't have like action scenes. Maybe he's gonna, you know, play FDR or have something where he can, you know, excuse sitting down for. It depends on which one. Yeah. It depends on which the project is. It's one yeah. of those that his company's actually running shop on, then he can do it. But if it's another, like, say, he was doing GI Joe or something like that, yeah, he would be able to. Yeah, and if he gets company. injured, like what happened last time? He got injured in that Cena match. He couldn't do promotion for Pain and Gain. Like he couldn't do the small stuff. 
and and it mm-hmm. pushed the Hercules movie back. Uh, I think it was like two months and cost them millions, millions and millions of dollars. So yeah. So even it, if it's a drama, uh, I'm trying to think. What it was a third party companies though? Again, third party companies. Yeah. <laughs> he has his own company. I think the Tribal Chief versus the Scorpion King. I don't think they'll refer to it as that. Um, that's still pretty badass, though, for what it's worth. It I is. like that. Yeah, that's, yeah. Not, that's not bad. Uh, Lewis thirteen saying Reigns versus Orton at Survivor Series, heel versus heel. I could see it. I could see it. I guess. Um, I mean, last year they didn't do it because Brock was champ and the, and Bray Wyatt was champion, so they just you know the Fiend was champ, so they didn't have it. Oh, no, Roman can't lose. Roman can, yeah. cannot lose anybody. Yeah, ever. Or, Orton can though. Mm-hmm. Uh, Justin Lopez saying Roman should go on a one-year-long title run. As for The Rock, he's going to be filming Black Adam soon. That's right, Black Adam for DC, so he's going to be busy. When yeah. is the next big pay-per-view? Survivor Series. Yeah. Three weeks. When? Three weeks. When's WrestleMania? April? Yeah. Now it's going to be in Tampa. It's not in L.A. anymore. Hmm. I want, it depends on what he's doing in there, right? Uh, Black Adam will probably take a while. I'm not sure when they, they're starting filming it or if it started yet. I'll, I'll have to look at that. Did you guys that see Street? But that's a WrestleMania yeah. main event. Rock oh, yeah. versus Roman. I mean, that would be the biggest match they've had in, probably since mm-hmm. Rock versus Cena. Yes. Have you heard, are they, a lot of people in the chat are talking about Survivor Series. Are they going to include NXT this year? Have you heard anything? Rich? I don't think so. It's really yeah. good last year. I mean, they got a, NXT got a lot of momentum last year because of that. It did. Oh, yeah. It's building to it. Then they start beating AEW. I mean, they were like super competitive with AEW. They even beat them in the demo, I think, once or twice. So, I don't and know I why. I remember they, using that as my excuse, saying that they're getting unfair advantages by having NXT appear right. on two other huge shows. Right. But, uh. That did work. Yeah. Yep. And then they squandered that. Um, so let's uh, pause for a second. Thank the sponsor of this episode. We all know that 2020 is a little nuts, but that doesn't mean you should. Somebody actually wrote this, but that doesn't mean you should disregard your nuts, no matter what <laughs> size or shape they are. In fact, Manscaped is on a mission to take care of your manhood with their below-the-waist grooming and hygiene products. And great news, they've just released their products in the UK, Canada, and Australia. That's right. Take care of uh, your down-under, down-under. So you've heard us talk about, speaking of Hell in a Cell, Raj, you ever cut yourself shaving? I have, yes, many times. And, like, terrible pain when it's on your face. Mm-hmm. Imagine if it's uh, in a more precious, sensitive area. Just how terrible that is. Having to mm-hmm. deal with it. Having to be uh, to your wife, like, honey, not tonight. I injured myself. Right. And I have failed you and let you down. Ruby, don't take your love to town. That's what the song was about, why Kenny Rogers' character was in that wheelchair. It was a manscaping accident, and Ruby was going to go to town to get her needs satisfied because uh, the narrator of that song was using old-fashioned technology, but no more. Manscaped to the rescue. Manscaped has released their Crop Care Kit, which is a formulation bundle to give you A-plus balls. It's the ultimate male hygiene hack. Their crop care kit includes the crop preserver, which is the deodorant. The name speaks for itself. They also have the reviver, the toner, uh, which just makes you feel fresh and clean. They have the cleanser, the body wash, which is absolutely fantastic. You can also use it on your hair. They've got the wipe. So when you're when you got that not so fresh feeling, hey, use a crop mop wipe. You're good to go. The foot duster, the foot deodorant, and let's not forget about the lawnmower 3.0. That's the trimmer, the 3.0 with a replaceable ceramic blade and that advanced skin safe technology. That's what is going to prevent those grooming accidents. That's what's going to keep you feeling fresh, feeling safe when you're going to work. 
making it happen. And you can group up to the shower for full 90 minutes. So even the most uh, prodigious sack, Manscaped, can uh, take care of you in one charge. Of course, all the formulations are vegan, cruelty-free, dye-free, sulfate-free, and paraben-free. So you know your manhood's in good hands. And uh, you're going to get 20% off, plus free shipping at manscaped.com with our special code INC. That's manscaped.com. Code INC to get 20% off and free shipping. So take care of it. You know, uh, if you if you don't use it, you're going to lose it. And uh, if you're going to use it, come on, clean it up first. Be courteous. You've been spending way too much time inside, not taking care of yourself. At least take care of it where it counts. You know, it's a treat for you, a treat for your partner. Get 20% off plus that free shipping at manscaped.com with that code INC. Add some swag. To, they wrote this. Add some swag to your saggy bag. Raj, how's your saggy bag? Full of swag? I, I don't even know how to answer that. Is it because... <laughs> Is it saggy? First of all, uh, I, I wouldn't think so. I don't consider it. I think it's normal. <laughs> got to use that toner. Tone There's got to be up. some sag. I mean, that's it's true. Well, the prodigious sag. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, Darla Koshka is pointing out the Wolfman has Nards, so he could use Manscaped. <laughs> right, let's get some of these. Moving on. <laughs> But uh, Dustin Eck with the $10 Super Chat saying, in my, in my opinion, the best match on the card was Bailey versus Sasha. Probably the best book match that Banks finally had in the main roster that she came up on top in. Vince finally sees something in her. I yes. think that match should have went last. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I mean, and we'll talk sure. about this. Um, and I think it even sort of backfired because people made a lot of assumptions based on the money in the bank. Briefcase changing hands as to why. Randy versus Drew uh, went last. I think they kind of stepped on their own pop a little bit there. Um, but let's talk about what had to follow yeah, Roman quick, versus Drew. Let, let's get these other super chats and then and then go to the next one. Uh, John Cena's boss five dollars super chat saying, "Hoping the Rock versus Roman happens at WrestleMania. Roman wins and holds the title until SummerSlam, and drops it yep. to a properly booked Big E." Ooh. Okay. I.e. property or sorry, properly built Big E. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, we'll have to see how big he does. He's got all the potential in the world. Uh, Ethan Kaufman saying, I wish WWE would stop these gimmick pay-per-views. Hell in the Cell used to be special. Most of the time now, it's just a cage ma- It's just a match in a cage with few weapons. Usos, New Days, Shane Owens were my favorite recent ones. Shane Owens. Yeah, yeah and then Johnny Hex with the 999 Super Chat saying, hope, Hey, hope you are all doing well, and I'm proud. Today marks six years since my last suicide attempt, and a good oh therapist helps. Um, oh man, good! Yeah, keep it going, brother. Keep absolutely. it going. Congratulations! I was not expecting to see that, but holy mackerel! I'm yeah. not gonna, I'm not gonna bullshit you guys. I was dragging ass tonight. I'm campaigning all day. Watch the pay per view. That right there, my friend, you just lit me up. That is amazing that you just shared that with us. And holy shit, are you strong? God, absolutely. you're strong, man. Congratulations, for real. We're praying for you too. But continue yeah. to do what you're doing, man. Amazing, for real. Yeah, keep yeah keep keep going at it, and congratulations. Absolutely, wow. man. Uh, Antoine Ferris saying, "I turn on the podcast." Glenn says, "Take care of your nuts." As we, as we digress <laughs> from that to this, <laughs> well, you guys. To walk by and looked at me like, "What?" what well, the, let me tell you, you WTF know, Manscaped. Are you watching, man. Thanks, Glenn. Manscaped <laughs> has partnered uh, with. Um, the uh oh what's the name the testic- testicular cancer society and uh there's actually a link oh. to an app on the manscaped website where it shows you how to check really? yourself for testicular cancer so yeah. you know yes take Dude. care of your nuts nuts 
to be like a weirdo. That nobody ever talks about that. And that's a very, very oh that seriously, that's a good point. Nobody yeah. ever talks about that. Guys don't ever talk about that. Yeah. Women talk about checking themselves all the time because it's so prevalent. Breast cancer, obviously. But right. so, so is testicular cancer. Nobody guys don't ever talk about that amongst each other. I know it might seem weird, but that's awesome. Good on you, Manscape. No, and uh, Tom Green deserves credit for putting that on the map because I feel like I didn't know anything about testicular <clears throat> cancer until he did that special so like twenty years ago. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Absolutely. Um, what else Harris, do we got? Here was Palman saying Sasha versus Asuka versus Io at Survivor Series. Oh. Ooh, I'll take that. That would be awesome if they if they included NXT and yeah, that yeah. would be. I mean, Sasha versus Oscar, uh, we've seen and they they nail it out of the park. That'd be good. Yeah, uh, Michael Wallace Seal saying first chat. time chatter, love the pod. I'm an AEW mark like Morgan. <laughs> <laughs> the storytelling of Roman was fantastic. I agree. And Absolutely. Finally, Alejandro Villarreal saying Uso versus Reigns was the best match of the night by far. Yeah. Not the best match, but I mean, I see why you'd say that. All right, because you get sucked into that storyline, very dramatic, and uh, it was great. Ending of it was amazing. Justin Toner, five dollars, saying good pay per view tonight. I thought all three cell matches delivered, which is what I was hoping for. Sasha versus they did. Versus they Billy. did. All three of them yeah. did deliver. Yeah, uh, they were good tonight, and I feel uh, bad that Jeff Hardy versus Elias had to follow. Roman versus Jay. I mean, did this feel like it ever really got going for you, uh, Matt, with this no. DQ with Jeff hitting him with the guitar? No. No. I, I honestly, I did not care about this match. I was just was going to be excited for, you know, Elias getting a, a win on Jeff Hardy. But, but that was the extent of my excitement coming into the match, I should say. Yeah, I could see them not wanting to beat either one of them to keep this feud going, but why even book this match? you got so many don't guys on the roster. Yeah, don't book it. Just book something else. You have... AJ's not on this card. Dolph Ziggler, Bobby Roode, all these guys. You know, you don't hmm. need to book yourself into a corner where you can't have a finish. Yes. I mean, that ending just sucked. Yes, it did. This is Midnight Toker saying Jeff versus Elias. It was just their next match. <laughs> it was there. Uh, and Box on Johnny Hex. Uh, I know you have a super chat here, and I definitely want to get to that. So I'm leaving that scrolled okay. up right now, and then we'll talk about it after this next match. Uh, Otis versus The Miz. So, man, they replayed uh, Law and Otis many, many times. Ugh. Ugh. You didn't like that? <sighs> yeah, no, because I hate Otis. Yeah. I hate Otis's acting. I can't stand it. But I thought every, everyone else I thought was great, though. Everyone else was great. I just didn't want to see it again. Yeah, I thought that this was the best like comedy that WWE has done in, in a long time, because like they did the stuff because, with, you know, Viking Raiders Miz, and, and Street Profits and that all sucked. Me, I, I thought this because was they're all rookies, Viking Warriors, Street Profits—they're rookies. Right. Um, um, Miz, I'm telling you, Miz is the reason why any of that comedy worked. Yeah, Miz having Ron Simmons there, JBL was pretty funny. Yeah. But this match, I mean, it was decent back and forth. Otis looked like he had a pretty good shot of retaining. But then Tucker hit Otis with the briefcase, knocking him out. And then Miz got the pin, took advantage, and is now into the new Mr. Money in the Bank. Good. That's what he should be. <sighs> There's a what? later Otis. See Otis. Do you think, see, this comes to WWE planning again. So they split them up. They're on separate rosters, and they just kind of started a feud here. So either... <sighs> 
you have them go Z- back and forth between the two rosters, and all of a sudden, you're already your draft doesn't Dude, mean anything. Can, can we just be honest though? It will be the most uninteresting feud ever. Tucker I don't is care about mm-hmm. either of them. No, the audience is, but Otis got over. Tucker though is like, like less charisma than Luke Harper or Rowan or even the Forgotten Sons Dude. had, and Dude, no audience Jan, reaction. That is Jan and uh, uh, what's the middle aged Brady for the boys? <laughs> oh, Peter. Uh, Peter. Peter. Yes, Jan and Peter Brady syndrome right there, big time. Hey, Peter, his time to shine was in that time to change song though. I think he really, you know, his voice it did stand out, but not for a good thing. His voice cracked. So he just made him a bigger clown. Uh, Didn't he date that super hot girl and they had a yeah. reality show for a while? Adrian. Uh, oh, Adrian Curry. Yeah. 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 Curry. Yeah, he's done well for himself. He invested in a lot of tech. Oh, he was, and, and he was shredded. You remember how jacked he was yeah. on that show? Yeah. Yeah, but uh, as a character, though, I mean, come on, let's be real. Uh, no, but I think with Tucker, this promo we cut backstage after, oh, basically, you know, oh, Otis got, basically saying Otis got over, the audience was chanting for him. I mean, this just is going to be a short-lived nothing feud. This guy is not, I, I feel bad for him. Tucker's good in the ring. Um, sure. He's not the most charismatic guy. He needs to be in a tag team. I just don't see him going far as a singles. I see him being on the main event all the time. If that. Could add him to the Viking Raiders, you know, maybe again get him some face paint, add a third uh, Viking to the mix. I don't know. Um, so Black Shows Donnie Hex, twenty four ninety nine super chat. Uh, yes. Just mentioning that uh, most of my suicide attempts were after a bad relationship by an ex. I caught cheating. I lost myself and I'm never doing that again. Watch old school Stone Cold matches that helped me get through it. And thank you. Um, I just want to say this to everyone as someone who's been in bad relationships and seen family members go through toxic relationships. If there's not a child involved, you know, if it's not someone that either you have a child or, or you don't have some financial reason or other obligation to stay together, if you realize you are in a terrible relationship, the best thing you do for you and that other person is get out of it, make a clean break as soon as possible. And for me, what did it was listening to a Loveline episode when Dr. Drew and Adam Carolla broke it down and said, if you knew you were at a job that you weren't going to be with the rest of your career, why would you stay there if we weren't making it worth your while? Go out and find that great opportunity. Find that person that helps you be your best you. So, Johnny, I absolutely understand, and I'm glad you got through it because I see a lot of people get dragged down by just bad relationships that they shouldn't be in. And even if there is a child involved, you still want to get out. Just make you know. You gotta, well, for their sake well, as well, but you have to yeah. do it in a more artful right. um, way where you can maintain some sort of uh, friendly communication for the child's sake. Yeah. But if not for that, I mean, do it. Do whatever it takes to, to get out of it. Um, so we have some other, and, and that's one to grow on. Um, we got it's Z here with the $5 super chat saying the biggest swerve of the night was, was Tucker turning on Otis. I feel like Tucker could stay relevant with the big man brawler gimmick running through talent. I don't see it. Uh, Justin Lopez saying Tucker should be the heavy for Miz and Morrison. Man. Okay. Give us him something to do. That's really, though, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Um, so let's talk about what should have been the main event tonight. Mm-hmm. Sasha Banks versus Bailey for the SmackDown Women's title. Matt Morgan, five years since TakeOver Brooklyn uh, and their Iron Woman match in NXT. Mm-hmm. After all this buildup, after all this anticipation, what did you think of this match tonight in the cell? Incredible. It was incredible. And so much of their match was obviously good. You knew it was going to be good. You knew they'd do some innovative stuff in there too. 
But why it's so good and why everyone's going to rave about it is because of the finish finally. Sasha finally got her just due uh, in a babyface role, no, uh, no less, in winning the championship. Do you know how long it's been since Sasha won a singles match on pay-per-view? How long has it been, Raj? You want to take a guess? Three years? Three years. Over three years. August of uh, 2017. Jesus Christmas. That's ridiculous. Yeah. And she's never had a successful title defense. Even earlier this year when she beat, uh, when she won it from Asuka by countout, uh, she had a couple TV matches. One was Shayna, which was no contest. She beat Naomi and it beat the clock challenge, but those were uh, non-title matches. So she's never had a successful title defense. Hopefully she does this time. Okay. How many singles pay-per-view matches has she had in three years, do we know? Ah, man, uh, she's had a couple, I know she's had a couple with Asuka, Becky Lynch, remember she had that feud with her last year. Um, but we don't know for sure, right? Yeah, I, can, I, don't, I don't know for sure. Okay. What I want to know is what was she trying to do with the kendo sticks and the duct tape? She's figuring I'm, out how she was going. Wait, you mean when, <laughs> she, when she lodged it outside and set yeah, up Yeah, and it, like, it kind of fell apart, and I think that's why there wasn't a spot there. But no, that was she intended did that, to that be springboard. Are you talking about where she slingshotted her? Or it wasn't that onto that, spot? though, right? She was like, because it was like it was like falling apart when she was putting it there. There was that one part where she slingshotted uh, Sasha into the, the kendo sticks and chest like her chest first, and it, it looked pretty brutal. Hmm, I don't know if that was the same one, but okay. I liked uh, her interplay with the ref thought that was good uh this match was fantastic a lot of intensity throughout and sasha winning uh <laughs> made all the sense in the world i'll say that's the one thing is i think that bailey needs um maybe just overexposure i'm sure they're not going to drop the feud between these two but i mean <clears throat> i think that they just want to keep them as fresh as possible I- i'd love to see sasha face somebody else in the interim before coming back to bailey well bailey's definitely gonna get a rematch yeah i know but Based on, I mean, Raj, to your point, wouldn't it be like the worst thing if Bailey just wins the title back on SmackDown Friday night? Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, of course it would. <laughs> or even but a Survivor Series. Again. Yeah, she can like, lose again. What are you doing? <laughs> but hopefully, hopefully that's not the case. I mean, what do you do? Like, if you start looking ahead to WrestleMania, like, what's the WrestleMania match? I, I don't know because it should have been those two. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's the biggest women's match that they had, and they kind of threw it. Away. You know, they, this was a great they match. Did. They really beat the hell out of each other in this. I mean, it was but super physical. I would have saved it for Mania. Yeah, exactly. You could still do a Hell in a Cell match at WrestleMania. They've done it before. Um, Selena Herr saying uh, Sasha's one of the most innovative wrestlers. Her and Bailey killed it. Best Hell in a Cell match two yeah. years in a row for Sasha. Yeah. Um, oh, I, that's a hard argument. Yeah. She's right, I think. I would love it, though, if Sasha went to feud with someone like Lacey Evans or Naomi. Hmm. And have Bailey against maybe Bianca Belair, build her a little bit. I wouldn't rush Bianca, okay. you know, build to that. But um, yeah, her I, and Bianca would be awesome. I mean, I, Bianca, I like both of those. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, I saw that match with Zelina Vega on SmackDown. She's great. Just bench pressers, like just walking around the ring with. Wait, you saw SmackDown? <laughs> yeah, I did. <laughs> what the hell? We talked about you this the other not night. Not to come on your own show? No, I, yeah. I watched. It, I watched it yesterday. <laughs> Still, it makes it worse somehow. That he's like, I want to watch the show. I just don't want to deal with the grubby fans. I have to <laughs> spoil awesome. my time and my evening yeah. being on this podcast. Friday nights, Friday nights are tough. Go out dancing. Got kids. Got kid oh, plans. I am Mayor. Thank you for your two dollars super chat. No comment. Just money. Just like a Raj Curie likes it. Uh, <laughs> 
John Cena's bald spot, $5. Sasha needs to have a proper title run with multiple defenses. She deserves it after all the times WWE yes. has screwed up her title runs before. Yeah. Uh, and back to back with Midnight Joker <laughs> saying that Sasha dropped the title next week. That's that's been the trend with uh with her. WWE. But uh, uh hopefully hopefully she has has it for a while because she's a star. Yeah. I mean she Yep. Yeah. Um so what I do like then? her. Yeah, I do sorry. like her as real quick. I do like Sasha as a heel, though normally better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, same. You know, but still, she's gonna kill it. And when you're calling yourself the boss, that's more of a, a heel kind of move. But... Tell that to Bruce Springsteen. Yeah, yeah. Except or Bruce. Jack and other people sticks like I don't know <clears throat> blueprint. <laughs> Total heel move. <sighs> she living up to the name. She doing justice to the name, Matt. She's phenomenal, but think about what a blueprint is. No. Someone with blue hair. Perf- no, it's the, apparently she thinks that, but no, it's the perfect creation or starting point of a said talent or athlete that Dr. Frankenstein creates. Yes. Yeah. So like uh, Charlotte, Charlotte Lacey in the women's division. Yeah, Lacey's uh, on you, you want to you want to be tall. You want to be strong, super jacked. You would think. Everything physically would be a, a scale of one to ten would be tens across the board. Now, in context, Justin Lopez five dollars saying, "Do you think it was better than BK?" I'm assuming he means NXT Takeover Brooklyn. Uh, I've seen a lot of feedback saying no, it was. No, 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 it was not. No, no way. no way, dude. My jaw was on the ground, going, "Holy crap! Did this is we will not see anything better than this." I maybe ever. I remember really thinking that. And there was just something special about it too. It was like the first time a woman's match, you know, headlined a, oh, a show. It, it actually didn't headline though. The Iron Woman match did. Oh, I'm thinking it of Iron was Man. so good though. It was so good. Yeah, the Iron Woman match actually topped Brooklyn in some ways. The stuff the, like Sasha spot with Izzy, like the fact it was the main event. Yeah, um, they that's did the some really good stuff. Yeah. yeah, but that's the thing. It's um, that's where I think this should have been at Mania. This should have been a main event, or maybe even Survivor Series. Just something give them. Time to go. It was good, but no, I mean, come on. Was, like, their 2015 it, it, matches were legendary. Yeah. Yes. Well, this was really good. This was, the this best was very good. This just, was really just good. Just as far as matches go, just action, this was the best thing on the show. Yeah, and many people are saying this was the best women's match this year. And I think – I can't think of one that was better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Leon's Duncan, $2, saying since it was this early, I think Ronda wins the Rumble. Mm. Okay. Uh, it's the training. Uh, it's he says Banks versus Bailey, last woman standing at WrestleMania. I'd pay to see that. Um, uh, I am nursing his message didn't go through, but he was saying that Sasha loses about Friday. That would be the uh, the trend. Uh, Johnny Hex saying in a dream match, triple threat, who would win, Lita Page or Ruby Riot? Hang on, who Lita Page or Ruby Riot? Where do you get Ruby Riot from in this one, brother? Um, there's a certain lineage that's kind of there. I'm Go, yeah, I'm going. Yeah, I see what he's I, I saying. I'm going with Lita because that was more my job. Yeah, yeah, same. And Lita, still, every time she's shown up, she still looks like she could. Ha- I mean, she's not. I yeah, think, uh, she, yeah, she looks awesome. She still wrestle. Last time we saw her, yeah. Uh, and uh, let's see. So, what had to follow the match of the night? Sasha versus Bailey. Well, that would be Slapjack versus Bobby Lashley for the United oh, States title. God. For the U.S. title, Slapjack getting a title uh, shot. 
Just when so Slapjack ridiculous. came out in the hockey mask Ugh. and the name said Slapjack. That was it for me. That was <laughs> it for me. I knew he was going to destroyed by Lashley, though, you, so I was kind of looking forward to it. <laughs> like, come on, though. So, really quick, just say who won the match, Glenn, so I can say my point when I want to say. Bobby Lashley won the match and then beat up all of Retribution after. And we'll get into that in a little bit more. But really quick, guys, fans watching the show right now, if you get a chance, go back and watch this match. Watch when Slapnuts goes to throw a drop kick at Bobby Lashley. Go back and watch it. It was terrible. And the poor kid, whoever he is, then gets up and tries to throw like a running, like a Yakuza, a Yakuza kick, a running high boot to Bobby in the corner, completely whips on that. And then he starts trying to like throw like these. You could tell at that moment he was completely just shook and rattled. I've been there, so I recognize it in the body language when I see it. He just throws some of these terrible working punches, just completely crapping his pants, the poor kid. I felt bad for him. But um, whoever that is, Shane Thorne, should, Shane Thorne, sh- Shane Thorne should not have should not be in this spot yet. He's, he's I'm well, sorry. I know he looks great. He looks great. The mask. So much better in NXT. The mask, that mask is not giving him full visibility. Th- th- this is true. This is true. But you you can control your punches, though. And it, my point is he got rattled. Go back and watch from the drop kick on. You'll see what I'm saying. I felt uh, terrible for him. And immediately <laughs> I go, why heat, is this Bobby, kid on TV? Bobby Burns, himself. nuclear heat Bobby Burns, firing shots, buck 99. For a moment, I thought Morgan came back. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. Except I'm Bobby like five Bur- feet big. Bobby Burns, except I'm like five feet bigger than him. And that guy looked like a, a crazed lunatic. A, a actor pretending to be supposedly a lunatic by slapping things and slapping, you know, it was terrible. The gimmick is terrible the gimmick is so terrible bobby burns i would say it's almost like this mark who comes on our wrestling podcast here and spends money because he (laughs) thinks he's working a gimmick bobby listen to me very closely you could not work an ant farm let alone a bf vfw hall or a ymca so stop trying to pretend you're in the business brother because you're not and you never will be thanks for playing Come again and keep spending money while you do it. <laughs> Simon Taylor, I think this is a Mandalorian reference. Uh, yeah. Australian 799 saying, I was hoping Sabi I, I mean, Sasha would pull out the Darksaber for the win. When's the new season of the I Mandalorian got, drop? I don't understand that. You take it. Oh, she, Sasha Banks is in the new season of the yeah. Mandalorian. You watched season one of that, right, Matt? Okay, so I got to admit a truth. Oh, uh-oh. I pretended I did. Dude, come on, man. I, I wanted to act like I knew what you guys were all talking about. I, I didn't watch it. It's really good. <laughs> I didn't watch it yet either. <laughs> like, I'm and I'm kind of over Star Wars. It's really good. There were some very good episodes in season one. You're a busy um, dude. Where do you get the time for it? Well, what we do is, I mean, well, it's, it's one, they don't drop them all at once. So they drop them once a week. So that helps. I can do an hour a week on something. You know what I can't do? It's like the boys season two. I know we're going to watch them all in one sitting. That's what's tough to do is I can't make the time to sit down and watch six hours of something. See, you know, it took but us three I, weeks yeah. to get through the first season of the boys. Um, yeah. It takes, it takes a while. Cause there's only like two nights a week where we get to hang out and watch TV. Yeah. I mean, we've just been watching like random stuff lately. Actually more of that eighties commercial channel on YouTube. We just put on cause it's background. Like our brains are just so tired that we just want something on, you know, not something we have to pay close attention to. 
So yeah, like my watch list is really backed up right now. Uh, Real quick, there retribution. we go. I mean, they are burying these guys fast. Oh my God, Bobby Lashley. Let's, let's let's go over that. Bobby Lashley at the end of the match. Bobby wins. Uh, uh, whatever the hell they're called. Retribution gets in the ring. All of them. All essentially of them. the two biggest. The except first. For Ali. He kicked. Yeah. He kicked all of their asses except Ali because he didn't get in. Bobby by himself, mm-hmm. folks. That's right. And then. What was it? Uh, the Hurt Business then comes out like in slow motion, walking down the ramp. Then they get in the ring. As Ali was getting in the ring, then he backpedals off and begs off kind of a thing. Um, Retribution, I don't get what the hell they're doing with that. <laughs> Wait, is this uh, true? Alonzo Smith saying Mercedes Martinez should be happy she's not a part of Retribution anymore? Is she out? Yeah. yeah I out. hope. She, good for her. Best thing for her career. She well, lucked out. I, and honestly, me and Yim, uh, so much as my wife, I feel bad that she's in it now. And my wife kind of hasn't been paying attention as much. She's had other obligations going on when Raw's on, <laughs> but she sees the promo and she's like, "Is that Mia Yim?" It's like it's obvious it's Mia Yim. Right. Like obvious she looks is. badass. Um, she should be far away from this gimmick, and it's it, actually, or it should just be her and Ali. Her and Ali should be all of Retribution at this point. Well, I wonder. So this is good. I was going to say, I wonder with them the beating them like they are. Like last week they lost, and then uh, Bray Wyatt destroyed them right after. I wonder if they're basically kind of writing them off and just having them take a bunch of losses and then getting rid of the group. That's cool. Even though they Still just revealed Ali it. for it. Yeah. yeah. I, I Mia Yim looks badass, though. Yeah. But, but, but Mia Yim is getting some all over her with this. True. And I'm worried that she will not be able to come out of this. I hope they do find a way to get her out of here and yeah. bring her back as Mia Yim. How did Mercedes Martinez get out of it? Yep. Yes. Wait, what? But how? How did that happen? How did Mercedes get out of it? She just disappeared. They stopped, and uh, she went back in NXT. That's the best thing for her. If she requested that, she's a genius. If they're punishing her, it's a lucky break. Just jealous. (laughs) Yes, because he has huge star potential too. Yeah. Yeah. For Shane Thorne, though, this is this is probably Shane Thorne as good as it's going to get. Uh, Steve Marcaccioli, 499, keep Roman undefeated, taken down by an undefeated Cross. That'd be something. Ooh. Ooh. I mean, we'll have to see how Cross gets, uh, Cross does, but I think. Uh, a year from also. now, we're talking now. I'm talking yeah. about a year from now. A year and a half. Yeah. Um, so, the main event tonight for the WWE title Hell in a Cell match Randy Orton versus Drew McIntyre. Third Hell in the Cell match of the evening. Uh, we finally ended up on top of the cell and coming down off the cell onto a crash pad and a table. Yeah, uh, yeah. and uh, Randy Orton, though, the big headline, Randy Orton is the new WWE champion and no cash-in after this either. So uh, this was an exciting ending. Matt, are you, are you pumped about this? I, I No, I don't like Randy winning this. He's, this year, though, man, like I, I joked on Twitter, he's been, like he's he, had, he, he, yeah, he's been great. Yes, he's been on fire. He's been awesome. I just don't think he's a, a guy that needs the championship. I thought when they start bringing houses back, a fans to the arenas, and yes, you're going to need to put the title on Randy to draw bigger houses. But that's not where we're at. You know, the rumor is that. Can you guys hear me? Okay, I saw a couple of people in the chat saying my yes. volume seemed down. Okay, I hear you. No, you're okay. They're being annoying. <laughs> um, the, 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 rumor is that, <laughs> the rumor is that Randy Orton's supposed to be facing Edge at WrestleMania for the title. So uh, they didn't need the title. They do not need the title. They're both Hall of Famers. Yeah, 
I, I, I thought I thought Orton was winning this. I know people say the Miz, and I'm like, the Miz is. Uh, he, he's now they're starting the WrestleMania plans, like the big matches at WrestleMania. With what they got, they're not going to be putting the Miz in there, you know. So, well, it's Joshua Taylor four ninety nine says they have to give Miz the championship. Perfect opportunity deserves another title run. Does he? I like. I do. <laughs> yes, because listen, I'll tell you why. I'll agree with that. Why? Know why? Because the Miz, his first go around, um, he he think about where he came from before he became champion back then, right? And I thought he did a good job with it. And I'll argue since then, he's done an outstanding job for that company. He does everything for them. Everything. And I'll also make the argument, you name one single star that you can throw in a makeshift tag team that has made more of those tag teams work than Miz. Seriously, Look, he made all yeah. those stupid tag teams with R-Truth, with Big Show. He, terrible tag teams. He made work because he's a star. So... Uh... I, I, I agree with you as far as uh, I think the Miz is super entertaining. Like I love the stuff he does with Morrison. Like I said, I like I love the Law and Otis stuff, and most of that was because of Miz and Morrison. But as far as a top big match WrestleMania, he's not. You know him him against Brock just sounds laughable. You know. Well, it, no, it is. It is. It's definitely you. Book, listen, you book him as the cha- heel champion specifically to put over a let's say before Braun Strowman won the title, for example. Hmm. Braun Strowman wrestles him for the title and beats him. Um, somebody like that. He's yeah. definitely not somebody you keep the title on. Right. But I think, he, I don't know, I think you reward him for all his work. I think he's great on the mic. I think he would bring people into the arena by running his bleep liquor. And you want to see somebody punch their fist down his throat finally. Yeah. Licking all that say, bleep. Did they say, does Miz now have a year from now to cash in? Or is it for the oh. mi- a year from when Otis was? Oh. <laughs> I don't know that answer. <laughs> you should book a lawyer on the Wrestling Inc. Daily and <laughs> yeah. see if you can get some That's a very there. important answer, though. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. Ask okay. David Otunga. Tweet it at him, and he'll... Uh... Yeah. yeah. Uh... Uh, this was good. For a, for a night with three Hell in the Cell matches, which any rational person would say is overkill, the fact that they yeah. had action on top of the cell, Drew winning, I liked it, uh, or Randy winning, pardon me, I liked it. I think... He's been so good this year. His heart's been in it. Like, and that seems weird to say, but I feel like that's been the quality that's been lacking for a long time. And I think this will be good that when crowds come back to have Drew win the title back, will be a very, very good moment with the crowd. But without a crowd, it doesn't matter. Let's get the guy that's going to draw the rating. Yeah. Well, you know what? And to be fair, I, I said it earlier, all three Hell in the Cells delivered. I'm sorry. They all were awesome matches. I thought this was good. I just I had a hard time getting into it. Well, because uh, it was the third Hell in the Cell match, and their and, third and, it was their third go. Sorry. And if we want to pick it apart, no, no. If you want to pick if we want to pick it apart a little bit, yeah, the stuff, the screwy stuff with them on top. Uh, what do you mean, Morgan? Uh, he uh, Orton baited him up there. They hit him once with a pipe weekly, and they right. the camera completely missed it. By the way, they missed a lot in this match. I was so pissed at them for missing the original bump. He took off the side of the cage to the table, Drew. Right. They missed it. Yeah. At first, I was wondering if they're purposely not shooting it that way in case they mess up. But oh, I right. thought the same thing. I swear to God, I thought the same thing too. But yeah. there was too many times that this happened where they missed important integral parts of this match. Um, right. But 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 back to the top, right? And then when they were coming down the cage, like, guys, your footholds couldn't be any bigger. I don't know what was going on and why it was taking them so long yeah. to climb one panel of cage to get 
to that ledge. Like and these were footholds. They were not just normal fencing. They were climbing. Mm. These were those pre-cut, you can't miss them, huge ass footholds. So I was wondering, like for those parts of the match, like it was it was dragging a little bit. It sucks because you knew they were getting to a spot in which uh, uh, one of the two were going to take that bump off through the announce table. Like we should be getting excited at that part as they're building, as they're slowly climbing down, and they take these weak shots on each other. Did you see that? Like the two the weak ass forearms that hardly hit one another. Right. Um, you don't throw that forearm in there. You know what you do? You throw that God, that, that that cane uppercut. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyways, there was parts of it that were super slow. Um, yeah. But overall, as a new champion, Drew did take a shitty RKO for the record. Um, mm. But I liked it. I thought all three of them delivered. Yeah, I thought I, I just felt like I've seen this match a bunch of times. Like this is kind of like the standard Hell in a Cell, you and, know. And, uh, and and for me, you guys, I went into this saying because I thought Drew would win, and I said Drew has got to show us that other gear now, the crazy man gear that he had as a heel, right? Like, I thought that's what this match was, like, specifically designed to give us in our babyface champion. Um, and they went the complete opposite direction with it, honestly. He didn't do anything in here. Rand- Randy did. Randy was taking his face or the jaw. We took the chair and, like, put it on his jaw. And was putting all the weight on that, on that chair, if you saw. Like, that's that just, I don't know what the word is, that, that just disgustingly evil gear. That I was telling you guys about, and then he had Orton had his face, and we've seen them do this where they take the guy's face and they, you know, grate cheese grated against the fence. Well, Orton had it pinned in the ground and the fence when they're laying on the ground. Yeah. But Orton's face is like right on top of his cheekbone, so you could see Randy's maniacal facial expressions as he was pulling this off. That's that gear that I was telling you guys about. But I was hoping yeah. we would get that out of what's his name, um, Drew. Drew. Yeah. Yeah. But Orton is feeling himself, that's for sure. He's doing phenomenal with all of his acting, everything he's doing right now. Yeah. I, I do hope this feud is over with now because I felt like it's just gone on a long time. It's just kind of, it's just been. What do you do dragging. with Drew? What the hell do you do with Drew then? I don't know, AJ? Oh. Yeah. Ooh, that's a good answer. <laughs> Uh, with Orton, I guess. I guess. What do you do with Orton right now? Maybe Keith Lee again, since Keith Lee beat him at that one pay per view. Um, yeah. Well, yeah. Just keep these guys apart for a while. Yeah, we need something new. Mm-hmm. I think Randy versus Roman at Survivor Series would be fantastic. But it's going to be Goldberg, though, right? No, no. I think Goldberg would be early next year, sometime. Oh, okay. Maybe even WrestleMania. Who knows? Oh, Goldberg for who? Versus who? Roman. Roman. Goldberg, he's contracted for two matches a year. They were supposed oh. to do Roman versus Goldberg last year. And uh, is there time to bring Goldberg in then for Survivor Series? I mean, or not? they can, um, but usually they do the brand versus brand thing. So I don't know if it really fits. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, but Johnson is already oh. used up. He's already used up his matches oh. for the year. <clears throat> John Cena's Bald Spot $5. First part of 30 Days of the Dead Man aired tonight. It was an episode of WWE Untold based on Taker versus Orton feud in 05. It was a good watch. I'll check that out. Anything, they, Any of the documentary stuff with Undertaker is always great stuff. Yeah, it is. Uh, I, like, I, like I'm all, sorry. I like all their documentaries, honestly. Yeah. No, they're... It's so weird how they have a hard time keeping these storylines going and, and do, you know, like the retribution angle and how bad that was and, and how great a job they do on these documentaries. Yep. Mm-hmm. 
Chronoshaw, $5, saying, wonder who Randy feuds with until Edge comes back. And Matt, did you see the latest shot of Brandy episode with John Silver? Absolutely loved it. Of course I did. Johnny Hungry. Only us John Silver fans will know what I'm talking about. But you two are not. And I'm not letting you on the train either. Yeah, I, 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 I don't want to get on that train. In a year, Matt's going to confess. Ah! He in a, in, in <laughs> like a year, Matt... Matt's going to confess he doesn't even know who John Silver is. He's never watched Being the Elite. <laughs> it was all work. Yeah. All work. Please. Uh, Eddie Omeng saying, honestly, I feel like they need to get rid of the Hell in the Cell pay-per-view. Like, the match now means nothing. I kind of, I don't like the fact that, first of all, Roman and Jay didn't need to be in the cell. No. To do what they did. No, yeah, but they got... Look, like, look how many because people were in there at the end. This look is many... what but this is what happens when you have this, when you have three of them on the same show. I'm telling you what I would do. I'd say, okay, what are we going to do tonight that's going to be different than the rest of them? Me and a, uh, we did, a, what was that with TNA we used to do? The pay per view. What the hell was that called? Uh, All the, everything was a cage. Eight lockdown. sides of steel. Oh, lockdown. Yeah. yeah. And every match was in it. Every one of the matches. So, like, me and a bitch, like, what the hell are we going to do that somebody else here hasn't done yet? You know? Right. Um, it's impossible. So what do we do? We found a way for Abyss to somehow get out of it and him bring his stupid shards of glass in there and thumbtacks. Oh, that was cool. Um, but we had to do something different, we felt, because everyone did that damn same match in a cage, you know? And, and I think when you, the pay-per-view name is Hell in a Cell, it's like you're doing these matches in the cell just because that's the pay-per-view name as opposed to yeah. in the past, you know? It you had be, a reason. Yeah, it was like uh, extreme rules or whatever. And, and he um, kept running away. We got to get him inside of a cage. We right. can't run no more. Just one match is in Hell in the Cell. It's not on a Hell in the Cell mm-hmm. named pay per view, and it just it just felt like a huge grudge Can match I, as opposed to now we have to do it because we have to do it because it's the name of the pay per view. You know what I thought though tonight when uh, the, when Uso and Roman were in there and they had that the strap thing attached to them, I was like, ugh, is this mean we have to see them in a gut? A strap, a leather strap match now, or something, or no. a Texas bull rope match, or something. I don't know. I hope. But you I, know I when he was ch- he was choking Roman with that. That's that's why Daniel Bryan got fired. If you remember that boy yeah. back in the day with the Nexus. Can I tell you the one small difference is he? The only difference is he used Roman's arm to do it. Mm. Roman's mm. arm was doing the choking, whereas yeah. freaking wait, Justin Roberts was with his tie and just. Right. Oh, <laughs> that was, that was Dude, a Daniel Bryan lost his bleep on that one. It was it was good though. It was believable. I bought it. Yeah, they told him to go crazy out there. That, it's Daniel Bryan. Yeah, Daniel right. Bryan <laughs> has got some nerd rage deep down inside oh, of him. Yes, yes. Nerd rage is a thing. Look it up. Yeah. Uh, Dirty Sean Jenkins. There was one. Matt, there was one other man who could make any tag team combo work. That man was Heidenreich. I am assuming you are joking. I pray to Christ Almighty you are joking. But there was, good one. There was that WrestleMania, right, where it's supposed to be Undertaker and Heidenreich, and then they're just like, Undertaker, just do a handicap match. No, Nathan Jones. Oh, that was Nathan Jones, right. Versus Big Show and A-Train. But, yeah, Heidenreich, no, he ruined freaking, uh, what was it, Road Warriors. Yeah, Legion right. of Doom. Uh, Midnight Toker, $2. Who does Undertaker take out in a segment of Survivor Series? Yeah, so this year, 30 Ooh. years of the Undertaker at Survivor Series. Um, he's going to be, be Elias. I would be lining up, and whoever's in front of the line, I'd cut them at the last second somehow. I would yeah. kill for that. Please choke, yeah. Slammy, sir. Dude, I remember the Undertaker's debut like it was yesterday. You like the commentary, 
because it, you know, I was so pumped about the egg. Like I thought there was going to be some real that's cool right. egg. That was that was the biggest deal. That egg, it was huge, dude. Yes. Yeah, and then it was the gobbledygooker, and I was like, "What the hell is this?" And then at least the Undertaker came. It was awesome, and it made I'll be, it pay for you. I'll be honest, I don't recall being that disappointed <laughs> about about the gobbledygooker. I, I don't think I don't think I liked it, but I didn't hate it like we do today. Like, I didn't know it was going to be the biggest joke ever. I didn't predict that. That's for sure. <laughs> we I, were, I was, heard someone say that. I was, I, was su- I was supposed to watch was Survivor Series live, and I and didn't go over to my was, friend's house for that. It was dancing, though. It was dancing in the ring yeah. of Mean Gene. You think that was cool? Oh, I remember the next day at school, <laughs> or after whenever that was, where it was like, oh, dude, you didn't miss anything. No, it was, it was a big turkey. It was dumb. Like, uh, I remember huh. I was supposed to watch that live and I didn't see it till later. Yeah. Uh, the taker was cool though when he came yeah. out. Oh, yeah. Uh, sorry. I remember being confused by the makeup on his face a little bit, but yes. Yeah. Just a Lopez, $5 before they decided on Taker and Orton at 21. It was supposed to be Heidenreich and Sitsky versus Kane and Taker. How bad would that have been? Don't don't be telling us what they talked about. They talked about that tonight, Justin Lopez. <laughs> I'm gonna be very upset with you. You're ruining it for me because that's what I'm watching next. Thomas Lee, 499 with Orton winning the belt. Who do you think wins the Royal Rumble? Mm. The timing works out for Edge. Is it, is it Drew again? Uh, Edge being a surprise. No. That would be two years in a row. They kind of do that. Um, no, 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 no. I'd announce him. Can I announce it? Yeah, I don't know. I bet you they don't know. Mm-hmm. They probably don't. Huh. I remember this. I mean, in February, the card was for WrestleMania was John mm-hmm. Cena versus Elias and Roman Reigns versus The Fiend, and you know, and just within a month, a month and a few weeks, that was completely changed. Um. So I know we're going to talk about some wrestling news tonight. Joey Dorgen asking, "Do we see that Abaddon was injured in AEW?" Yeah. Can't say I did. Yeah, she was seriously injured at the tapings on Thursday. Uh, she's no, going to be okay, know. but. Yeah, uh, she was. Uh, it's not known exactly what the injury is, but speedy yeah. recovery. Absolutely. Still, her debut on AEW that is in my top five moments for 2020 in professional wrestling. I enjoyed mm. her debut and the swerve with that that much. Um, so curious. I hope she gets better soon. Yeah, apparently she took an elbow to the throat and wasn't able to breathe. <sighs> So the match was stopped immediately, and she was sent to the hospital for further evaluation. But she's expected to make a full recovery. Uh, Heath Heath Slater was injured at the Impact pay-per-view last night. Do we know what it was? I saw his picture he posted, but I don't know what it was. Um, I think Heath was... uh, He suffered a hernia that will likely require surgery that will keep him out of action. Hmm. He was actually supposed to win the Battle Royal. Oh wow! Uh, that gives you a future title shot opportunity and a full Damn. contract with Impact. And an audible was called to have Rhino win the match instead, for the to fit in with the storyline. Right. Um, <laughs> Lee Ralphson, five pounds. Uh, who would be your favorite wrestler, past or present, to have a match with, Matt? Oh, Undertaker, Andre the Giant, and then Undertaker. Be something. Uh, what else we got, Rosh? Um, yeah, we talked about The Undertaker. He's going to be at Survivor Series. Uh, probably just going to beat up Elias uh, or something like that. But, um, yeah, I think that's that's kind of about it. Um, yeah, I think we pretty much covered everything. 
Kylie well, Ray wasn't at. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. She was supposed to be at the Impact pay per view, uh, but she no showed. And uh, yeah, I, I, it's not really known exactly, but she's she's supposedly fine. That's good. What? She just re- no showed it without saying, "Hey guys, I can't come." I don't know if she notified him ahead of time, but um, originally people were thinking that she was injured or something, but it's not the case. Well, she. Oh. And then uh, Thomas Lee is asking Matt uh, the 499 Super Chat I'd like to know what Matt Morgan thought of the wrestler movie with Mickey Rourke Thought it was incredibly sad Um, I also didn't like the picture it painted and who the hell knows guys maybe that's the reason why when I you know when I left it was important to me to be able to leave a mark um, and something new and something else. Cause I did not like that stereotype after that movie came out and you saw a lot of like my family members that, that kind of halfway pay attention. You don't want to end up like, the, you know, the movie, the rest are, you know, the Ram. Uh, you know, things like that or, or, or mainstream fans that don't watch wrestling anymore, but did see that movie. Yeah. Um, well, that was an awesome movie. I love that movie. I just didn't like the perception it did give off. Um, you know, to a degree. And so, I don't know. I mean, that's kind of basically how Jake the Snake was portrayed in that Beyond the Map movie. Uh, There's a lot of them. Yeah. There's a lot of uh, of our favorite wrestlers that, and the, not our favorite, but guys that we really watched a lot of and were always on WWF programming on Saturdays and Saturday Night Main Event and so on, pay-per-views, WrestleManias, that that story is incredibly close to the best with. Yeah. They're real-life stories. Lots of them. Especially that VFW shot when he's there signing autographs. Do you know what I mean? For like mm-hmm. 50 bucks or whatever. Yeah. Like, that sucks. That sucks. Another reason why I didn't need a union. P.S. Ah, yeah. getting in it again. <laughs> Would you say that's the best wrestling movie you've seen? It, it, it gave me the most feels and made me think the most, honestly, because I was still an active wrestler when that came yeah. out. Yeah. I was going to say, it, Matt. It did make me think. I think fictional for sure. I mean, they had some great documentaries, like the Bret Hart Wrestling with Shadows documentary is awesome. Uh, yeah. No, but but, 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 but but there's not very good written movies right. for yeah, wrestling. Fictional. It's like yeah. Ready to yeah. Rumble. And, uh. No, Bret Hart's documentary was about, was he going to take, you know, an eight-figure deal or a seven-figure deal? Like, that wasn't the wrestler. No, but it was yeah. him getting screwed, though. No, right? it was him getting screwed, but for, like, a very large guaranteed contract with, uh, with WCW. Regardless of what it was, it was a yeah. documentary. It was not a it was. movie. It was not right. written. True. So my question is, is this, Matt. Okay. So when did you decide, when did you start uh, uh, having a, a job outside of wrestling? What year did you make that decision that you were going to focus on your own career uh, post-wrestling, pre-politics? Was, was still while you were with TNA? Uh, mm-hmm. You know, yeah. when did you, what yeah. year did you make that decision? Um, two thousand. 14 no 2013 between 2013 2014 i want to say yeah um and my son was born um that changed everything because i knew i wasn't going back to wrestling i was supposed to legit go back to royal rumble that year january 20 something 2014 my kid was born january 7th yeah and i wasn't planning on that switch in my head going off that i'm not wrestling anymore i was not planning on that yeah i knew my son was coming i just didn't know that that was going to be my emotional trigger that I'm not going to wrestle anymore ever. I want to be home every day with my son. Um, 
but then it became, you know, you start pulling the curtains back and seeing who makes decisions around this for my son's future, who's deciding my son's future. So, but, but as far as going back to that movie to tie it it together, um, I was a recovered addict at the time. I was maybe a few years into my sobriety. I want to say when that movie came out, if I'm not mistaken, I got sober 20, 2007. 2007, 2008, right? Yeah. I, I don't know when that Randy the Ram movie came out. End of 2008, but, I believe. There you go. So I'm still really new on my sobriety as well. Um, so that was just another thing that, you know, this can all be taken from you, Matt. All the money you've saved and you were smart with, um, that could all be blown up into smithereens. If you continue, if one day you go back and start using again, mm-hmm. um, you cannot become such a mark for this business that you're willing to whore out your moral values and the things that you and your family find important to the point where you walk through the front door at home and your wife and your kid, how they judge me is all that matters to me. Right. And I would argue Randy, the Ram would not get that same reception when he comes home to mm-hmm. his family. They're going to see the, the, the breaking up of him losing himself into this business, becoming such a mark for it that he, again, sold his soul mm-hmm. to the business because it was so important to him. On the flip side, people think that's an amazing story because he loved the wrestling business so much. All his heart was into it. And that's part of it's cool, but it's also sad on how it ends for him. Yeah, and I know too many Randy the Rams, and there's no way I wanted to become one, obviously. Yeah. If only Randy the Ram had had Cameo, think of how much better a situation he would have been in. <laughs> Uh, best That's in why the they need a union. Okay. <laughs> best in the smokers world saying, I'm glad WWE showed they are going with youth tonight. I think Randy <laughs> has a bright future. <laughs> well played, Chris Jericho Jr. <laughs> All right. That was a Chris Jericho tweet about Brock. Like Brock. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Nathan Moore. McCrimmon saying, Matt, what was it like facing Kurt Angle and TNA? And did you learn a lot from him? Oh my God. What did I learn from him? Yes. He's the one who taught me how to kick that, ex- that fifth gear. Mm-hmm. That's very important to have, especially as a heel. Um, intensity, obviously. I'm not just being funny because it's one of his three eyes, but seriously, intensity at the right times. Um, and what was cool is giving me confidence in the stuff that I would call in the ring. He would let me call at times, which was a huge confidence booster to me. Because up to that point in my career, when you're in the ring with a Hall of Famer like Kurt Angle or Ric Flair or Mick Foley or any of them, you shut your mouth and you open your ears and you let them lead you through the match the whole way through generally. Um, so for Kurt to start letting me call things out there, it, to me, meant I arrived. Yeah. Uh, Jackson Callens is saying tag teams used to be my favorite stuff growing up. Legion yeah. of Doom Bushwhackers, if you will. This goes on. Just how we don't have that connection now. Nope, you're right. Yeah, I mean... You know, I used to always love when tag teams, they dress alike and they had the same gear and, you know, not just be yep. two guys who are just doing it because they have nothing else going on. But yeah, I'm the same way, man. Demolition, the Heart Foundation, the Rockers, I mean, British Bulldogs. Those were, those were the, the glory days. The Do you know teams. what happened? Shawn Michaels killed the tag team business. When he threw Marty Jannetty through that damn uh, glass window in the barbershop. Think about it. That's when it started. Who's the Jannetty? Who's the Shawn Michaels? It every successful tag team, right? And uh, I, I've been in tag teams, and I'm just telling you the truth. We one up each other. That's terrible. That's not what we should have been doing. 
Right. Well, like me and Hernandez should have been like riding on a bicycle built for two together. We should have been like, <laughs> I want to see that promo. Wearing, this, wearing the same gear. We should have been going out to clubs together. We should have been going out to lift to the gym together, uh, everywhere together. But that's not what we were doing. We were trying to see who could throw our opponent further across the ring and stuff like that. That's singles type of wrestling. And that's not just us. That's most tag teams nowadays because they want to get over the single star. That's where the money is. Right. Yep. Um, Andrew Brown. So basically, my generation's greedy. <laughs> we don't have to be team players. Right. Andrew Brown with the 499 Super Chat saying, if it's New Day versus Street Profits at Survivor Series, they should use that opportunity to merge the tag divisions because they're both weak. I'm not against that. I'm not either. I mean, there's like three tag teams. So. <laughs> Even more stupid reason why they got rid of uh, what do you call the uh, um God the uh, Good Brothers. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Alejandro <laughs> Valerio. This was the Bobby Heenan line. <laughs> he tried to jump out of the window. Did I, did I miss that? Did he no, really no, say that, that when Bobby Heenan said it? Yeah. Yeah, I can't remember if he said it there or like a couple weeks later when they showed the replay, but yeah. Yeah, it's freaking tremendous. Sean <laughs> Michael scared him so much that he was trying to jump out the window. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, cool. We got anything else before we take this home? I think that's it. Because 24 hours, folks, we're going to be here. Well, Matt and I are going to be here. Are you going to be here tomorrow night, Rosh? I will be here tomorrow. There you go. The three of us together again to talk about Monday Night Raw 24 <laughs> hours from now. Until then, he's at BP Matt Morgan. He's at Rajgiri underscore 303. I'm at Glenn Rubenstein, and we'll catch you back here next time on the Wrestling Inc. Podcast. Take care. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Life's better with American Family Insurance because our home policies help protect your dreams and come with peace of mind. Save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote, find an agent at amfam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.